Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're in Colorado, or in Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in sweet Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. Risk-free $1,000 sports bet. New users can also take advantage of WinBet's bet $1, win $100 offer. Simply place $1 on the spread, money line, or total of any college football or NFL game and have a shot at making $100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, win bigger. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. It's Thursday, mate. Time to hop in the time machine. Case Keenum is the 31st Brown starter since 1999. Maybe not a downgrade over old Bake. Well, here's what I'm thinking. And first, let me give you my score. Cowboy Reed. 2017 good guys. That's what I texted Cowboy Reed. The Broncos are going to beat the Browns tonight, which is not a stretch. I can't figure out what's the public side of this bet. Well... I've got yeah, 21-16, Broncos. You've got to be fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> I'm up 5-1. to one. He's hey, up 5-1, to one, fair what, and square. What's, but the what's, last two weeks, a little fluky. What's not obvious when yeah. you hear 5-1 is that we, we're 6-6 six for six picking winners on Thursday night. We nights. are 6-6 six for six picking winners, so thank you for bringing me to the winner's table for a moment. Best of luck to you. Man, fuck, dude. Broncos I'm, by four is a push. Water Valley, Tennessee. Hello. Hi, guys. Pretty soon, we're going to own you. For sale. It's a town in Tennessee that's for sale. Real, legit city for sale. We're going to call and inquire about this place. Stay tuned. My big question is, can you change the name of the town? Your question, um, rather. Mine is, can we call it Hydrated City after we buy it? My question is, can you actually buy the by the town. Yes, you absolutely can. There was an article on like UPI News. What what more do you need? Um, laws. Want to look at some laws? Due diligence. Period. But we'll call them. Vegas theme layup line. Didn't know what I wanted to to spin today. On the old green light record machine. That that oh daddy oh song from from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. What's that? From the the motion picture Swingers. Starring uh, Vince oh, Vaughn. Oh, it's in Swingers. John yeah. Favreau. I don't like the song, I don't think. Big Bad Voodoo Daddies. Vegas, baby. Uh, I'll go Casino Boogie, because that just came on on Shuffle. Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. I just learned this today. Quick Google. 
that song is made up of like separate little random phrases that uh, Mick Jagger was writing on like little pieces of paper. And they drew the papers out of like a hat. And that's how they ordered the lyrics of that song. Good I thing, like that. Good thing is I've never listened to the words of that song. I just love the vibe. And it's a, it's a Vegas vibe. We're going to Vegas. Grotesque music, million dollar sad. That's a nice little mantra for you this week. Million dollar sad. Million dollar sad. I'm changing my Twitter name. Got no tactics, got no time. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's how they picked the, the words to that song. It's incredible. Learn something new every day. Big shout out to Tim Doherty. He sent us a, a beautiful coffee table book that when you open it, makes you kind of self-conscious about being a human being in a really beautiful way. It, it's, a, it's a gorgeous way to ascertain that we're kind of fucked. It's called Time Lapse. It's, it's a book about the way human beings have changed the earth and will continue to change the earth. And it's not all climate change. Some of it is just like, holy shit, look at the size of these cities. It's a beautiful book. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. He wrote us a really nice note. Had uh, Yeah, well, he wrote me a nice note. You weren't, it was a Wednesday pod, so. Yeah. Hey, Tim. He saw the Paul Nicklin, or listened to the Paul Nicklin pod. I, I'm told Christmas shopping's getting a little more difficult this year. I want to send a couple more. <laughs> he is, hey, Tim, he is smitten with this book. It's smitten. a beautiful book. It is a gorgeous book, man. Legitimately gorgeous, but also really sobering and uh, informative as well. So uh, if I were to read you what's right inside, it is a striking collection of satellite images documenting human impact on Earth and how the Earth responds from the creators of Overview and the Instagram sensation Daily Overview. I mean, awesome. Killed it. Why do you have a cowboy hat on now? Well, I forgot my hat for the first time in months. Okay. And... um I don't know. This one was on the set. Further housekeeping, the NBA has, has begun, make, which means that we hear a little bit less about Ben Simmons, which is awesome because I just Do agnostically we? don't give a fuck. Maybe we'll hear more about him, but I felt like for a day we were at least a little bit enamored with like Hornets Pacers. Which was a really good game. Unforgivable loss for the Pacers. They looked great until they didn't. You know, nice backcourt of Brogdon and Duarte. The way you talked about it earlier, I know you might have had some chickens on the Pacers because well, you called it unforgivable twice now. And when you say something like unforgivable, that's like an impassioned adjective. First time with the WinBet app. Yeah. And the association. And like 14 parlays, money lines, very difficult. V difficult. So I'm going to learn my way around the It's NBA. night one, dude. There's 82 of these nights. In fact, there's more. I sent you a house from the internet. You know, it says just click through all the pictures. Turns out it's Ben Simmons' house. It was Ben house Simmons' house, man. On the market. Yeah, Ben Simmons' house is gorgeous, man. Very pretty house. He likes to, he's got a lot of framed magazine of covers of themed stuff. Ben Simmons. But the house is gorgeous. Nice it's in house. Morristown, New Jersey. Check it out. It's on for like four. I think it's worth every bit of that. Beautiful lot. Meanwhile, we're about to buy a town for six seven fifty. Jokes on you, Batman. Yeah. Also, the Knicks are one and zero. That was wild. Talk about an unforgivable loss. Celts were up big time. Yeah. Well, we're scrappy bunch, and uh, Tom Thibodeau runs the shit out of guys in preseason, so they're not tired at the beginning of the season. Julius Randle said that in the uh, in the post game, and if I were the reporter, I would have followed up and been like, well, what happens in the middle of the season? Do y'all get tired then? Because you're not even breathing hard, and you just, the two teams scored a combined 280 points. 
And they were barely getting back up and down the floor in, in the second overtime. He wasn't I, even breathing. He wasn't even efforting. Julius Randle is in great shape, dude. Break up the Blazers. It um, doesn't work. It's not going to work. What happened last night? You're like the second person I've heard say that. Well, they just lost to the Sacramento Kings, who aren't historically very good. Yeah. I just think it's, it's time Blow to Blow it reboot. up. I need to find a new side team as well. Delete my number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Portland, delete my number. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My side team can't be loosened to the Sack Kings, dude. The Sack Kings. Also, Evan Fournier, biggest glow up in NBA history, bro. Do you remember him in Denver? Just his overall look. Well, I just know he how looks he, a lot cooler now. He tells people not to Google his last name. That's what I think of when I think of Evan Fournier. And Kingston's looking at me like, hey, he was never in Denver. I promise you, Google Evan Fournier in Denver, and you'll be like, who is that guy? Are you, uh, are you doing a fantasy league again this year? Uh, no, I retired from my St. Louis Rams uh, fantasy league. Uh, I had been in that league for a decade. I didn't take the, the decision lightly. I had some great times. We used to rent out the Ritz-Carlton Ballroom in Clayton, Missouri. And Cortland Finnegan, Jolon Dunbar, Sam Bradford, myself, uh, a bunch of guys that would often come for a year and then leave the next because they didn't realize you have to set your lineup every night in fantasy mm-hmm. basketball, which is a motherfucker. We had the time of our lives. And then I had kids, and kids got in the way, man. Kids, a career. Uh, I just don't have time for that league anymore. So never made the playoffs in that league. Not once. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> so I, I would like to say, well, that opens up a spot for somebody else. Uh, but it doesn't. It only makes that league more competitive. I actually retired with a Michael Jordan first retirement picture. So that means I'll be back. What's good? What's good? I'll give you something good. The NFL has ended race norming. Good in a, like, uh, I'm 38 and I just stopped shitting my pants kind of way. (laughs) Like, congratulations. And, you know, I get that other industries, you know, the medical field has got a lot of racism in it and it's it's a fucked up place. And there are other places that that use these race norming techniques, but kind of contextualizes the emails, the cap stuff, uh, the Rooney rule. You're talking about the NFL granting awards to white players at almost three times the rate, according to lawyers on the case, uh, and also appealing awards handed out to black players if the doctors on the appeal are not applying these norms. So incredibly uh, insidious, uh, even if it's kind of like normal in some places in the medical profession, uh, but congratulations to the NFL for finally stopping race norming. V fucked up. And it's going to be costly. Average uh, average award or payout for like uh, advanced dementia is like 750 And then like for early onsets, like 500 So I think these players can go back, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, and, uh, and get their, the race norming taken off their case and then possibly be awarded money. So this is a good thing. I don't want to make light of it. It's only childish that it's 2021 and we just stopped. Childish. There's a segue. Yeah. May I? Yeah, you may. My daughter is, is, has said a word. She (laughs) says, she says the same word. Yeah. Uh, routinely. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Drum roll, please. Redacted's first word. Any guesses? Um, hmm. Khakis. 
It is not khakis. You guys are funny, though. It is dog. Nice. That would have been like guest number three. So we refer to Zoe Rabbit, who is a dog, as yeah, Zoe. Yeah. But she's picked up that uh, that Zoe's a dog. So when Zoe enters the room, my daughter says, dog. Which is fitting because the dog is a dog. Uh, but when she starts calling rabbits dogs, well, hold on that's now. Be confusing. When we're on a walk and another dog goes by, or she's rabbit. She goes, dog. And it's like, all right. Same thing. Genius. Yeah, well, smart kid. And then she claps for herself, which is nice. Well, wait till she sees a rabbit. You're going to be, you're going to be V conflicted on what you named your dog. Because uh, I'm frankly still confused where the name came from. Hey, I do have a good though. We're going to Vegas this weekend. Me, Reed, Kingston, Taylor, Fax, the gang, you know? I didn't really get that invite, huh? Oh, you didn't get the invite, huh? We're going to do this thing. I have people on set who uh, were there for the invite. Yeah, I, that's awesome. <laughs> you guys are going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, we will miss you. Thanks. Uh, but our overlords at the Win and at Blue Wire are going to take good care of us. It's going to be a lot of people asking about you as they were in Philly. Uh, so I hope at the next trip you might join us. I think I will. It's going to be fun, though. You guys are just following the Philadelphia Eagles That around, might huh? be a bad because that means I'm going to set foot in a casino. Listen, you know, betting on your phone is great, but when all the games are on the wall and all the, you know, like all the stuff. Recycled air. Yeah, they're, they're pumping the, that good and air in. We, by the way, when we need some of that air, I requested some of that air weeks ago. And this is my only thing. Like when we signed with the win, they were like, what can we do for you? And you say like nothing. Well, I realize we need some of that casino air right here in studio J. Yeah. But that what, what, what happens is you go in a casino and you turn into a, like a wild animal dude. So what I might do is stay in the room and bet on my win bet app. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's uh, what I'd do. Room service. You can get room service. Room service. Now is that app. Would room service that get charged to the uh, you know the operation? Sure. Really? Yeah, you change your mind. Uh, slowly but surely. Uh, but the Who's the Who's have Georgia Tech under the lights. Can't miss that. I'll give that a yeah. That's why you're staying. I'll give that a bad. Okay. All right. My bad. Yeah. Speaking of the Who's, good and bad. Good and bad. We're going to Vegas. Speaking of the Who's, I took Kingston to a football game last weekend. That's Virginia right. forty-eight. Yep. Duke nothing. That was fun. And I look over at one point and I see that Kingston's texting. And he's texting all the fellows we work with. Right. So I'm like, oh, I must have a text. I look at my phone, nothing. And so all you people are texting on your own without me involved. And I see something that says over under on Macon. And then I can't read the rest. What One, because it? I don't want to be obvious. I don't want to be obvious. And then I just, I'm so disgusted. So here's a little ah. directive for you people. <laughs> There is to be no discussion of me outside of this studio. Like on, so like on the threads that you've you've. I invite you've a friend that you can't be a colleague on. to a football. We game. have production. We have seventeen different texts. You know why we have seventeen different group texts? And on, he's uh, texting uh, about me. You know why we have? Who texted? Was it me? Brian. Brian Nelson. That motherfucker. Over under on what? What was the over under on? Just read it to him. So the the text was totally true. in reference to the Tennessee haunted house. It requires a forty page waiver. It pays you twenty grand if you can make it all the way through the house. The house you have to spend ten hours in the house. It'll shock you. Do all these crazy things. Brian sent this link to the haunted house. 
said, this sounds like a green light challenge. Ralph said, my boy just showed me this. It's some sick shit. Brian then said, over, under on Macon would be 10 minutes, not 10 hours. Mm. See, you insecure fuck. That's not even a, re- a real mm. insult. He just said you're not going to last you long in this hellacious place. You people are not to place. talk about me outside the studio. All right, not right in your texts, right. not in your phone calls, right. not in your emails. Here's what we're going to do. Why don't you just join unless, the group text? Unless when we're talking about the contract, correct? Yeah. If you want to talk, well, contract, I, yeah, involve me. Kingston? How about we talk about Macon looking over my shoulder and reading my text? That's the real violation. No, that's here. fair as fuck. That's fair. <laughs> that's the lead was buried, dude. Yeah, that's fair as fuck. Yep. Wow. Well, I guess texting. I mean, there's a ball game. Wait, why is the guy? Oh, 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 it's green light. Okay. Let me look at him. Oh, I don't have one. Just oh, so you know, about me. And I'll leave it here before we go to the ugly. Macon, you've been invited to all those group texts and as a result, we're going to put you in all of them. Congratulations. Hey, add Macon to every single group text we have. I'm Can you do that, please? You I'm, good with that? I'm good with the one, the flavor <laughs> station text. No, you should add. You should go on Greenlight Production, right? I get all the slacks. Isn't that enough? No, you should be on Greenlight Production. Can you add him into that? Thanks, guys. I got an ugly. Yeah? My text messages. I got an ugly in uh, the license plate world. Yeah. Ohio, they have birthplace of aviation on their license plate. Which is bullshit. North Carolina has first in flight. Now, this is because the Wright brothers went down to Kitty Hawk to Mm -hmm. fly their airplane. Mm -hmm. The ugly is that Ohio has released a new license plate, and they have a a banner flying behind the plane that says birthplace of aviation, (laughs) and they got the plane backwards. This is just layers of incompetence from the state of Ohio, dude. The banner is Aviation was born. Is Orville right? What's his name? Yeah, Orville and Wilbur. Yeah, what are their names? Say it one more time. The Wright brothers. Are either of their names aviation? Nope. So it really doesn't matter to me that they were born in Ohio. Okay. Like, aviation was born in Kitty fucking Hawk, dude. I've got a little op-ed. I'm going to read you the highlights, okay? Caleb Stevens from uh, the Dayton Business Journal in 2018. Okay, lock in. Are you ready? I'm locked in, but I want you to drive the point home one more time that there's a there's a banner... <laughs> The, the, the fucking planes in reverse. Yes. Imagine a, a plane that those two guys flew in North Carolina going backwards with a banner coming off the propeller in the front. Well, and listen to just Not how much spinning. You these Ohioans be able to read that. care about this claim. You ready? Yeah, sure. Dear North Carolina, this is from a guy in Dayton, you had nothing to do with inventing flight. <laughs> The Wright brothers researched, built, and tested powered flight in Dayton, Ohio. Dayton appropriately is the birthplace of aviation. Why then does North Carolina tout its involvement on its license plates? Because the state is hilly and windy? Let me ask you this, North Carolina. Don't you have anyone exceptional enough in your past worthy of a license plate motto? The answer seems to be no, which is why Daytonians chuckle with pity. Take a lesson from West Virginia. Its state slogan is wild wonderful. That's a great and honest slogan. To save you the time and trouble, I did a bit of research. I typed into a Google search, inventors from North Carolina, and the top listing was for something called Cheerwine. Cheerwine, evidently, is a wild cherry-flavored <laughs> soft drink that pairs well good. with barbecue meats. That seems more appropriate. North Carolina, first in Cheerwine. Warm regards, Dayton, Ohio. Wow, Dayton. And you can't even get the plane going the right way. Unreal, dude. Unreal. Point being, we got a, we got a flight fight on our hands, and... Ohio, who had who had staked its, I think rightful claim, I, uh, got got the you, plane back. So backwards. your team, Ohio. Well, 
the flight happened in North Carolina, dude. That's where aviation was born. It wasn't born where somebody thought about it. I think it's a good truce. First in flight versus birthplace of aviation. This feels like West Virginia, Virginia, and and John Denver, dude. In 2003, Congress officially declared Ohio the birthplace of aviation. Maybe in part because George Bush wanted to be reelected in 2004. (laughs) Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, Congress was... Ohio, really you're, you're being a political football, man. You're being a political football. Okay? Realize Maybe it's it. apropos. You know, they got it backwards. They did get it backwards. I'm Team North Carolina. My ugly, I guess we'll get into some football because we got Stanford Steve coming on soon. But like being Tua right now has to be, if I had to pick any football player not to be in the National Football League right now, it, it's two is up there, dude. I feel kind of bad for this guy. You know, and I don't think he's the guy. I really don't think he's the guy in Miami, but it sucks. Think about it. You know, these reports come out. You lose the Jaguars in London where you don't play that bad, you know, down in and down out. The pick was terrible. The pick was right after Christian Wilkins sack fumble and he just panics and throws the ball to, you know, three Jaguars. Then he has to get on a plane, come back. And now this Deshaun Watson stuff heats up again. And it sucks because not only do they want him out, but they're crossing the Rubicon on this, this, this quarterback. Like, there's no going back. You know, next year, the draft class, uh, when it comes to quarterbacks, is kind of shaky. Now, Agreed. of course, we, we're prognosticating, so who knows? Maybe they know something we don't. Maybe it's Matt Corral. Matt Corral probably at two to the Eagles, which had the Dolphins pick. <laughs> I know, right? But, like you think about it, Spencer Rattler's getting ready to transfer. Sam Howells, eh, like Malik um, Willis. Willis. You know, like you take a flyer on somebody like that. Desmond Ritter. It's just not, am I forgetting anybody? I don't think so. Like the kid from Pittsburgh who's a riser. There's just not like... Pickett. Yeah, Pickett. There's just not a lot of quarterbacks in that class so what you're saying is, all right, if we don't get one of these trades done, we're drafting one of these fucking guys. And that's like got to be a little bit of a twist of the knife if you think about the context of how this is all going down for Tua. And then on top of that, the guy that you're trading for is an alleged, alleged sex offender. So like, and these are all civil cases, yeah. So context matters and all that, but... Suffice to say, you make that trade, the commissioner is probably going to put him on his list immediately. So, like, all this, and it's not just like the Dolphins have a burdened hand. It's a shit show if they go behind door number two, and they're choosing door number two over Tua. You'd also pump for a year. That seems to be yeah. happening more often than yeah. the NFL is willing to admit, but you punt for a year, you're bad again, and, and you're picking high. And you have your pick back, one would imagine. But yeah, and, and for Tua, it's like you don't even know where you're headed. Okay, to the Texans. Well, no, now it's a three-teamer to the football team. Right. Tua's just lost at sea here. He has lost at sea. And if you look back at last year, I think the Dolphins look a little bit lost at sea too because I defended the B-flow thing. And I think maybe at the time he really believed that the two-quarterback system was best. And you know, he said he's going to play the hot hand. But then when it came time to play the hot hand, week 17 with a chance to get to the playoffs, they did not play the, the hot hand. They, they played Tua. So I don't know like who's making decisions, how they're getting made, but you know, 
Fitzy won you the game against the Raiders, uh, where his neck went sideways. He got adjusted and threw the ball 30 yards. Dime. You would have needed him week 17, and you didn't go with the hot hand, and now you're talking about trading the guy that you, you played. In essence, making your chances of making the playoffs harder. And now Greer and Flores are looking at being three years in without getting to the playoffs. And not a lot of dudes survive past that. I love B. Flo. I think he's a great coach. I don't like the offensive system that much. And I don't think the quarterback's the guy. But still a shitty feeling. And the Tua thing, everybody made him Russell Wilson immediately, right? The thing that makes Russell Wilson is the deep ball, dude. It's the deep ball. You can look like Russell Wilson climbing the pocket, you know, throwing it out, throwing on the run. And I'm not even comparing Tua to Russell on the intermediate and short stuff. But the thing that makes Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is the deep ball. It's not an easily replicable skill. And I think we all took that for granted a little bit too much with Tua. And now here we are. And it sucks because he's the classic guy that would make a contending team who doesn't have a quarterback better. But he's not going to be a guy that anybody's going to hitch their wagon to in this era of, hey, the Rams in the Super Bowl, we're changing quarterbacks. San Francisco's in the Super Bowl, we're drafting a quarterback. Kyler, I mean, Kyler wasn't part of the, the plan before. The chosen one was. Yeah, the chosen one, Josh Rosen. So this is an era where quarterbacks that are kind of like Tua are going to have a hard time. This is wild. Tua's played 13 career games. His long pass, 36 yards. Yeah, dude. They live underneath. And some, some middle of the field stuff because they have Gasecki. Only one fumble. I say that as a fan of Daniel Jones. You got that going for you. Maybe he's your next giant, dude. Honestly, I think he can help a good team win. And so maybe that's counterintuitive because I just said the Giants, but maybe the Giants hey, are jumping out of the think. gym. I don't know. Where do you think he ends up next year? It's a total crapshoot. This will be interesting to monitor. I mean, I, he could be somewhere else relatively soon. I think the Deshaun deal gets done before November 2nd. You think Too much so? smoke. And if it is a three-teamer to the football team, that's it. Football team's going to stay in limbo for a while. If you're a general manager, what what draft pick, what round are you trading for Tua? Well, it depends on the team. You know, like if I'm a bad football team, I don't know if there's a pick I'm giving up for Tua because he's not the answer. Unless I'm just trying to sell tickets for the year and my owner gives me an incentive to go get I'm just saying he's, he's round one, pick five. Is he now worth uh, a three? Yeah, he's probably worth a... He's 23 years old. A two or a three. Two or a three. A low two. Two or a three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll ask Stanford Steve what he thinks about that. But Colts, got a quick question for you. Okay. If Carson... Oh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz uh, plays 75% of the snaps or something, then the Eagles get a first-round pick instead of a second-round pick, and that could be a big difference. So if you're the Colts... And let's say you're not like related to Howie Roseman or something and doing him a favor. Carson has to play almost 13 games mathematically to hit that benchmark. Are you manipulating that situation towards the end of the year if you're out of it? I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Like end of the year, absolutely. Yeah. If we're out of it. But 31 to 3 up over the Texans, like any chance I get when a game is in question, yeah, he's out of the game. You're damn right. That's right. Yeah, just make Howie Roseman's viewing experience awful. 
I don't wish that on him. I'm just saying, if you're the Colts, you're probably not trying to help him. And they got the Niners, Titans, Jets, Jags, Bills, and Bucks coming up. So, I mean, it could get dicey, and they might have to make a decision like that. So, anyways, uh, Stanford Steve is going to pop on, and then uh, we'll call Water Valley after Steve. Hello! And then, um, go. little fantasy. I got my first loss handed to me last week. Yeah. More on that. Yeah. Tough All right, Stanford Steve. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. Visit TickPick.com slash Greenlight today and use the promo code Greenlight to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, got rid of all the service fees that the other sites charge. TickPick guarantees the best prices on all of their NFL games. If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. If you're like me and you can't wait to get back into an NFL stadium, visit TickPick.com slash Greenlight today and use the promo code Greenlight to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. Stanford Steve's in the building. Steve, I'm going to Vegas. Well, we're going to, well, just I'm going to Vegas as Macon didn't want to go. It's on the company. He doesn't want to go. We're going to Vegas this weekend. Yeah, dude. What has he got a what has he got a weekend in a basement of a place in Outer Banks again? <laughs> no, I, I don't like travel. I like staying home. Staying home, more people okay. should stay home. I like staying home. Who's have got the jackets under the lights? <laughs> so Five he and picked, two. Uh, Virginia, Georgia Tech under the lights. Big one. Over Vegas. Hey, uh, Steve, <laughs> this weekend, worst college football slate ever, yes or no? <laughs> Will you stop with this? Every week. It's every week. <laughs> You have four games, Chris, where unranked teams are favored against ranked teams. I know, which is rare, sweating. dude, which is rare. It's awesome. I'm trying to rile you up. Last night. <laughs> I'm trying last to rile you up. Great. But there are no ranked teams playing any ranked teams, and that's kind of a Correct. it's kind of a bummer. And there's weird Pac-12 games kind of leading the way. Like, you know, it's no offense to the Pac-12. Like, I like my traditional power fives, traditional ones uh, oh, no. to lead. Don't even. Just remember, <laughs> there's wow. one conference of champions. One. Okay, Bill Walton. Okay. We need to get Bill Walton on the show. Do you think Bill Walton would ever come on our show, Steve? Yes. Agreed. Okay. You guys would get along real well. <laughs> <laughs> what a stereotype, but one that I, I hope is true. Just take a picture of your backdrop and send it to him, and he'll be in. Well, He'll, he'll come in studio. Okay, well, we'd love to have Bill Walton in studio. <laughs> All right, so what's the, what's the game that you can't wait to watch? You're going to laugh because it's not one of the four I just mentioned. I'm dying for the people of the ACC with all their Demon Deacon gear to see Wake Forest go to Mikey Stadium and see what what it's all about. Um, I I don't like the matchup for Wake Forest. I think it's a brutal matchup. And Army just seems to do really well against these high-scoring teams whenever they play them. I mean, I I was trying to – I had Felica on it trying to find – I can't remember – the last undefeated ACC ranked team that went to Mikey Stadium and played. It's pronounced um, it's Mikey. Yeah. Oh, blown mind over here. Yeah. Well, so you're not always on on point with these. Uh... <sighs> Sorry, Steve. Continue. That's all right. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to educate the people. You are, especially you. Maybe it's that hat. <laughs> little cowboy hat. Little cowboy hat. Don't worry about the hat. He's role playing. Cowboy today. hat or Indiana Jones hat. Uh, Indiana Jones hat. Yep. Okay. Or Indiana Jones. 
this is a weekend where uh, you could have, if you had two two upsets here, you might have two service uh, teams in top twenty five. No doubt, our, our Air Force should be in the top twenty five. Also, yeah. um, the, I think they're a the better team. I think they should be given points. San Diego State, undefeated, ranked, and they're changing quarterbacks. That tells you how bad their offense has been. Uh, yeah. So I, I like Air Force and not many possessions going on in that one. Um, seeing how good both defenses are and how inferior the offenses are, but. Air Force is coming off a good win at Boise State last week, so I, I like Air Force in that game. Buy it to three, minus 120 around there. Okay. You don't want to mess around with three and a half. You know I love buying points. It's not for suckers. I know you do. People say it's for suckers. <laughs> it's not for suckers. I do it. If I was to do a support the troops um, parlay this weekend, uh, and I took Navy, Army, and Air Force. Navy, I think, is getting 27 and a half. Yeah. Is that going to be the... Uh, <laughs> That's going to be because that's at noon. That's at noon. Also, Army's at noon. Like I like to have my you know teasers together in, yeah. in the time. You know, and Air Force is at night, so then you got to wait it out if you get there. I will say this about Cincinnati: they're going to be given a ton of points in every game that here on out. Somebody's going to get them. Somebody's going to make them sweat. Somebody's going to cover. It's just Navy isn't what we think of Navy the last couple of years. They right. are not um, as talented. Uh, can they keep the ball away from <clears throat> Ritter, the quarterback? I don't know, but I would, I mean, why not a army air force? Uh, I'm definitely doing, ar- I'm definitely doing army air force. I'd probably just do a okay. parlay and a teaser there. And then, and then I might flirt with the three team, uh, support the troops teaser because I do. Okay. I might uh, fade that. You might fade that and yeah. just go against the troops. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, they're great when faced with adversity. Yeah. Better than I could ever be. Yeah. But the the Deeks, man. Yeah, the Deeks. One in five as a road favorite. There you Ranked go. road there favorite go. in the last six. There's a lot Make of it two in five. Okay, you're fading it. You're fading it. You're fading the trends. And then and then are the, you reading my column right in front of you, Macon? Uh, actually, no. But I do read <laughs> okay. it weekly. I do. Okay. Yeah. Also, who's all, the Coast Guard got? All, yeah, exactly. Next. <laughs> um, a lot of gold in that game, Wake Forest, and uh, mm. oh, let's yeah. go, let's go to my Bevel Conway here. I mm. mean, the Bevel, one of the biggest Bevel Conway games, and to ask the guy who's DM'd me three straight times about what the Bevel Conway Award means. This guy asked me in a DM, and then came back a week later and goes, "Following up here, what is the Bevel Conway?" And then a third time, he goes, "For the third time since you did," I'm like, "Man, buddy, watch your fucking tone here." Bevel Conway yeah. Award is given to the, the most beautiful scene in football. You could also listen to the podcast with regularity so the most beautiful scene in football is going to be usc and notre dame that's fair i mean it's chalky but it's fair but some things Uh, are chalky for a reason trust your eyes i i like notre dame when they had the shiny pants better yeah i I mean sure i like the helmet matching the pants agreed that's just me okay that's fair Two jobs open usc and lsu you're going to take lsu because you go nuts for tiger stadium how much more money would it take for you to take that USC job? Let's eliminate the whole USC Stanford thing you've got going. A ton. Look at the taxes, right? Mm. Mm. You're a real estate guy, Mister Cowboy. Yeah. I mean that that's 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 a lot of a lot of money out there, man. And yeah. that's the problem with SC. They, they they're not. I mean, they're saying they're going to pay, but I guess you could say the same about, thing about Miami. Uh, money being a factor down there, and and knowing how where you got to live. Uh, to be there, 
I know that, Megan, but there's also places that we haven't been to there that are really nice. Miami's also uh, really objectively a fucking awesome place. I'd rather place. be a podcaster. Yeah. All I'm saying is with USC, <laughs> like we just talked about it, like Jeff Schwartz was on talking about recruiting in the Pac-12, like all yeah. that stuff. If you if you had benchmarks the way the question was posed earlier, like Cowboy Reed was asking us, if you had benchmarks where you had to win the conference within five and then a national championship within 10, in my opinion, I might go USC because you're looking at the Pac-12 rather than the SEC. Like, how out of control of a take is that? Because I feel like LSU has been good at times, but they're they're always going to have to deal with bigger, better programs in the SEC that are more like Bama. You have to beat Bama to get to the playoff. Yeah, I mean, and they did, and they got there, and two years later, their coach is out. It is, I love it. Uh, the people there, I love the people, but they are crazy. It is a... It is a up and down place. I mean, look at the basketball program. Yeah. You know, Will Wade is, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's still there and the people love him. It just yeah. shows you win a couple games in the tournament and, and winning cures all. So, well, and he pays you know, all I, the players. He pays the players to I play. Steve might be friends with them or something. Basketball there. <laughs> no, like, I, I just, I, here's my, here's what I say. And, and, and like, you know, the new AD comes in, he's been, been known for big hires and he wants to hire his guys. He didn't hire Will Wade. I don't know how Will Wade's still the coach there and, and owes out. Um, if, if winning just – if it's only about winning. Um, yeah. I got you a national title. You know, that's, that's what I don't uh, see as being fair. But the people will tell you he wins and, and they love him. So well, I they're just, all about that. I just want to say this. Like, culturally, I'd much rather be down coaching at LSU. I've said this many times on the show. It's like a family that you really want to be a part of when you dip your toe in the water there. It's a lot of fun. Potential Bevel Conway LSU at Ole Miss this week. Oh, for sure. And that and that could be. Mm. If that's under the lights, that could be. A lot of variable. With a lot Ole of variation Miss, with Ole Miss. What are you going to do? Are you going to yep. go Navy if, if, or are you going to go you know, electric blue? If you're the new head coach, do you take the job asking if I could wear the purple jerseys more if you're LSU? Eh. If I'm the head coach, I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, I kind of like what they have going on there. But, you know, there was the whole thing, and Steve doesn't have to comment on this, but there was the whole chancellor's wife at the gas station thing. I think that might have something to do with it. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Oregon UCLA. This one looks fun, okay? And I, I'm yeah. shocked UCLA is where they are right now. But they are favorites at home. We yeah. alluded to top 10 teams being dogs. Doesn't happen mm -hmm. often. Happening a few times this weekend. Who do you like here? I, I think, did I, did we, in the column was it that we found out that Steve likes UCLA? He does, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you don't need to ask me what yeah. I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah. break it down. I feel that way. Color in, the, color in the picture for us, Steve. Here's the deal with Oregon. It's obviously, as everybody does, they deal with, they've had to deal with injuries. They lost their best running back, uh, Vardell, who was, maybe the best player on the field against Ohio state. When they beat them, they don't have him anymore. They've had a couple guys get nicked up on defense and, you know, they come out of a bye week and almost lose to Cal who is not a good football team. And on the other side, you come in with UCLA, uh, you know, they've, they've been a lot better this year. Um, they had to win against LSU, which caught everybody's eye. That doesn't look as good anymore. Uh, but they have Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback last year. They went to Eugene and lost 38-35, and that included no Dorian Thompson-Robinson playing, and Oregon had a pick six and a punt return for touchdowns. So when it comes to this way, I think UCLA's improved a ton from that scenario last year, whereas Oregon is kind of, I don't know if they're hitting their ceiling with Anthony Brown at quarterback, but it just doesn't feel the same to me. And when I watch Oregon defensively, especially the Stanford game, 
the linebackers are uh, they kind of do what they they want to do, you know, Chris, as far as run fits and all that stuff. So I think the way UCLA and Chip Kelly could dial up plays, whether they're going unbalanced, whether they're going, you know, tackle over, tackle eligible, uh, I think that could confuse Oregon's defense. And I like UCLA to score uh, a lot, and I like them to, to cover this game and win. And, and you know, I was telling Maker the other day, I popped that game on late the other uh, Friday, I guess it was, uh, and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, Thibodeau is incredible to watch, but the Sewell kid is like maybe more fun to watch in a lot of ways. That guy comes downhill, bro. Yeah, and he's one of the guys. It That's seems like taking he some gets liberties. to do what he wants. So taking yes, some liberties, yes, no doubt. But when he's no right, doubt. he is fun to watch, man. Okay, let me ask you this one: You've got mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Clemson. Um, I don't even know what the line is in that game. I mean, Pittsburgh it's, it's, minus three. They, they got to be favored, right? So how about yeah. Clemson? How far have they fallen to be home dogs against Pittsburgh? And remember, we were talking about this like a month ago. Like Clemson kind of sucks, huh? Well, uh, you go back to the beginning of the year. They put you know there's certain games of the year in conference play. I think uh, uh, Chris Andrews at South Point does it. He had Clemson before the year minus 18 in this game. And now they're plus three. But to me, Chris, it looks to me like the the bookmakers are finally done with Clemson. I mean, just what was it? Six days ago, they're in the carrier dome and they're 14 point favorites, right? I mean, Syracuse and Pitt, I I, I think that would be a pretty close game. And now they're going, now they're getting three from Pitt. Who's, uh, you know, done a ton on the offensive side of the ball, even though Narduzzi's a defensive guy. Uh, it's a great matchup. Pickett's been phenomenal. He's starting to get more chatter about, uh, you know, NFL quarterback with his arm strength. I love the receivers they have. Um, and this will be, this will be the test, right? This will, you know, as far as Pickett goes in the NFL, like when scouts come, this is the first game they're going to put on and watch him, right? How did he do against Clemson's defense? So I think it's a big spot. I don't want anything to do with the game though. I, I just, it, it does feel like Clemson's going to bust out one time. Yeah, and me. you don't want to be they on have, the other side that one exactly, weekend. <laughs> exactly. I'll just I'll just let them lay there and and keep them there. Um, so it, it's a stay away for me, but I am fascinated to see the outcome of this game because I think it'll be uh, uh, surprising either way because I just don't know. The conference realignment stuff, is there anything that's going to come out of this that people are missing? I don't think so. Yeah. It's just a few um, feels, teams that we don't watch a lot in a conference getting thinner. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they're also is a small guy. Like I saw, you know, the Roadrunners at San Antonio, they're going to the American. Like, they're ecstatic. You know, they're coming from Conference USA where there's not a lot. They can't even get gear at their stadium uh, for their fans to buy. They're undefeated, and they're ranked in the country. Uh, so it's a step up for those guys, and that's what it's about to me is, yeah. is the little guys getting an opportunity here that have showed out uh, this year. Is this week's Greenlight Pod Coughlin Award Watch Player of the Week going to be Mayor or Brock Bowers? <laughs> uh, it is going to be Michael Mayer for Notre Dame because he's That's back this wrong. week. Missed the, missed the Virginia Tech game. Uh, all signs point to him being back. I think he's a matchup nightmare for USC um, in that in that USC defense that's been gutted. I, I, I heard a stat, I think it – USC hasn't been involved in a one score game. They've either won by more than 14 or lost by more than 14 in every game. I like Notre Dame here. I think it's going to be a pretty public play though. Um, No one, 
Go ahead. You can pick anybody in the country, and, and you've taken the same two guys. He likes I tight ends, man. Think like every every time we've he done this. He likes tight ends, and I don't blame him. Tight ends are awesome. Now, it would be even more awesome if one of these guys would interact on social with us. You know, we like to tag him like, hey, congratulations. You won an award. Even huh? moderately successful. That would, be a, that would be a good start. <laughs> Steve right. could well, maybe like the time. tweet. It's He's in Vegas, dude. He's locked it's a in. mindset making. I'm talking if to you knew, If you went, you would know, okay? Are you being earnest when you if tweet? He sacked up and got on a flight to Vegas with us. Are you being earnest when you tweet that the Red Sox will win today? Because I, I take that as gospel and then I wager uh, the Red Sox win the baseball game. Or is this a bit? Uh, put it this way. Tomorrow I will be tweeting the same exact thing. <sighs> Sorry about that if you weren't in on the joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. No, I, know okay. we, I know we had the Cochlin Award, but there's another award, the Heisman. And there's uh, yeah. a guy that's uh, people are making a case for that you're not crazy about that case. Well, it's, it's Caleb Williams, and now sportsbooks <laughs> are putting him up for Heisman odds. Chris, we're in week eight. He's played six quarters. Yeah, that's not fair to the other guys, man. Yeah. It's really not. Um, you know, I, I look at you know everybody loves talking about the NBA MVP. Like I think that's the first criteria. Yep. games played minutes played what like that has to account for something yep. uh when you're talking about a season-long award it's not a weekly award it's a season-long award he's been awesome he's he's electrifying he's he's made a total difference in what i think is a team now that could possibly win a national championship but he can't put him he can't win the heisman there's a, that, 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 that's i mean listen and that's the problem is it's the worst voted award in sports it is yeah. with the people that have votes. And, and if you go down the list and see that, so it's going it, to, it's just going to pick up more steam because it's, it's a new talking point about the worst voted on award in sports. Uh, a hall of fame and the Heisman up there. Yeah. Hey, we were talking about Tua earlier before we give out our NFL picks. Yeah. Where do you think he ends up? And when do you think he ends up there? If you had to take a shot in the dark, Hmm. Can he stay in Miami? Yeah, sure. I, I'm sure he can, but if I'm Tua, do I really want to stay in Miami? That's what we were just saying. I was like, you know, you've already you've already said, hey, buddy, like we're trying to trade you for a guy with a bunch of civil cases on his head who's probably going to end up on the commissioner's list, and mm. we're going to do that and know that next year there's not really a, a really top-end quality quarterback class. So if I'm Tua, I'm kind of like, damn, I got to stay here for another 16, 18 months? Get me out of here. Well, you were the one that was just saying it's a great place to live. So I Miami is a great bad. place to live, but not if they, you know, not if you come into work every day and <laughs> the, the little TVs in the lunchroom are showing Sports Center and it's slow motion Deshaun Watson footage because they're talking about getting you up out of there. They got to turn the TVs off in the lunchroom, so it's awkward. What if uh, Philly and Miami just changed Bama quarterbacks? I actually wouldn't mind that. I do. I do think it would. Mm. You just said you like Tua better than Jalen. That's what you just said without no, saying it. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean <laughs> is I done, Steve. What I mean is I actually like Jalen, and I've said this before. I would like Jalen to have a fresh start, a change of scenery. I just think Philly's a little bit too much of a shit show. So, ah, uh, I don't know. I know you're. What a Tua, do you think? I know you're a Tua guy, so I don't know if you had an idea. I just like. What does he have now? He started how many games last year? He's, uh, he's up to 13. All right. So we're there. Um, you know, I, I only one fumble. I can keep going on this big, for days. Big week this week. I, I like Miami this week. 
Oh, you. So I is that one of your it. locks? Are we giving out Miami this week? I am giving out Miami. Give me your second lock. You've got Miami, and the line is three on the win bet. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Yep. Who uh, else? I'll take the Gi- I'll take the Giants at home. Okay. Damn. Against Carolina. She said, "Damn." <laughs> and I'll take the Raiders giving three against the Eagles. Raiders giving okay. three against the Eagles. Now, we talked a lot about this last night. I'm on the other side. In a private, friendly conversation. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I thought that stunk a little, Steve. Four and two Raiders coming home, buoyed after the whole Gruen mess. Eagles lost at sea, two and four, traveling, mm-hmm. and it's only three. Shouldn't that be four and a half? It's only three. Yeah, I think they're, they're in for probably a little bit of a letdown, knowing how emotional it was. Uh, with last week and going to Denver and playing really well, which uh, I know they all wanted to do. Um, but I think they're going to get a nice lift um, from that home crowd. And I think, th- I think they match up well uh, with that D line. I know um, Chris's boys back uh, lane for, for the Eagles. That's but a big I, deal. I think, it is. I mean, yeah. cause Max is, yeah. Max has been a terror. Max Crosby's been, yeah. been a terror. And I actually like lane in that matchup. And that's just to okay. say that Lane is Lane is one of the best in the league. I think Max uh, Max is going to be a big key to them disrupting. And also, Unique Ngakwe, he's been causing a lot of pressure that hasn't ended up, you know, counting towards you mm-hmm. know his name in the stack column. So they control those two ends. I actually like the Eagles here. I'm going to give the Eagles out. Yeah, I'm going to give the Eagles okay. out for the reason that we talked about last night in private. Is it's basically. You know, it, I, I think a lot of people have the Eagles as dead in the water, but the Eagles have played a couple people tough. I'm not saying they're going to win a lot of games. I think this is the perfect game for them to play close and maybe win. Okay. No, we disagree. Listen, I'm going Tennessee. I know this okay. is probably a public pick right now, and that's incredible how quickly that swung, but Tennessee <laughs> has played them tough over the last yeah. few years, and they've played the good Chiefs tough. And they're a resilient bunch. I think with this run game right now, you look at you look at uh, Kansas City's run fits on defense. They're not great. Uh, you look at their pass rush. It's not great. Um, I, I really do like them at home coming off a game where they probably, most other teams on a short week, you'd be like, oh, they're going to be banged up. We keep betting against Derrick Henry to be physically fit to play and carry the ball 30 times. I don't know why people are still surprised by him. <laughs> this team, I'm not worried about a short week for them. They're playing the Chiefs. They've, they've, they've played them tough. I just worry about their secondary. They got banged up the other night. So take the over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're take looking the at the, the number. I don't even care what it is. 57. Mm-hmm. Give me the Titans or the over. Uh, and by the way, Monday night, I was sitting there agnostically watching that ball game, Steve. I don't know if you've ever forgotten that you're watching the last leg of a parlay that can win big for you, but I had the damn tight. I had the Bills, and uh, suffice to say, I just realized it 30 minutes ago before the pod. So I should have been rooting for the Bills. If I'd done that, I'd have X amount more money in my After pocket. After he was encouraged the night before to hedge, do you hedge? Or are you a hedger? Big Not parlay. Really. Big parlay about to hit. Just sprinkle a little on the other side. I don't know. That feels so half-hearted. Recoup your investment. We're, we're, we, we're balls in the wheelbarrow, guys, man. We go to Vegas. You know, we don't, we don't pick uh, Virginia, <laughs> uh, Georgia Tech under the lights mm-hmm. over a weekend at the win. So mm-hmm. the, last, <laughs> the last one I want to give out. Oh, man. I got the Bengals. You know, I, I, okay. is it six and a half at the Ravens? Yeah. Six and a half by the, by the half. And, and, and ride that. it out, man. <laughs> Buy the half and ride it out, man. Because, 
I think this is a tremendous week to overvalue the the Ravens. And that's not I'm a shot at, at the Ravens. It's certainly not a shot at Lamar. It's quite the opposite. What he's been able to do for them has been nothing short of miraculous. And they've needed acts of God at different turns to end up in everybody's top five power rankings this week. So mm. uh, give me the, uh, the Bengals who have played solid football. Houston Texans plus 18 in the desert. Arizona's got uh, the Packers on Thursday night coming up. Looking forward. Oh, yeah, the look ahead. 7 nothing Houston, first quarter. I'm feeling great. They got the letdown and the look ahead. They're That's in right. the letdown look ahead sandwich. Make it. Just go money line first quarter, <laughs> Texans. There you go. Okay. Houston Texans plus 18. I'm going to go Tampa okay. Bay Buccaneers minus 12 and a half. Bears are looking competent, but... That's that's thirty seven fourteen to me. Bucks are good. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. Fields hasn't seen that. I want to hate it, but I like it. And I'll go uh, Seahawks Monday night plus four and a half. That's uh, that's a lot of points. I don't care who's. Ooh, I like that. Who's playing? Boy, Gino, DK. <laughs> you can say this. Tyler. This this slate has been just like rescued by uh, by Tennessee Kansas City here. I mean, look down the yeah. list. There's I mean, two. Look at all the, uh, there's two good favorites. football games. There's double digit. You didn't bring up the revenge game, Rams Lions. Rams Lions, who, right? Thank goodness, Jared Goff and uh, and, and and the guy and Matt Stafford traded places because what a storyline that's going to be in a game that's going to be decided by thirty six points. Oh, you want to take the I Rams? Did. Oh, I would definitely take the Rams here. All right, I did have to laugh. I heard uh, it's the first time Stafford's been a double digit favorite, I believe, or maybe more than fourteen. And well, 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 look who it's against. Incredible, dude. (laughs) Incredible. Uh, Lastly, before we let you go, looking at the Colts, we kind of discussed this earlier. Mm. The Eagles get a first, not a second, if Carson plays 75% Mm. of the snaps or whatever it is. How are you playing that if you're the Colts and they find themselves in an uncompetitive situation here in the next four to six weeks? I don't want to talk about the tanking thing, but I, <laughs> I, I, I still think they're close enough. Um, I'm, I'm obviously playing. I mean, the problem is that he's all they got. Yeah. They have to play him. Yeah. You know, I know I saw Ellinger's back and they let go of Eason, but um, I mean, I still think they can make the playoffs. I really do. I mean, that, that Ravens game was brutal, but um, I mean, I think they, they got the goods to, to make a run. Uh, obviously the division is not, you know, yeah. Tough. No. So I'm 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 in it and, and he's my guy going forward. All right. Well, Steve's play by the rules. I'm tanking the fuck out of my team. I'm I, I don't want the Eagles looking at me like I'm a sucker. No way. I don't yeah. want Howie up in the office with his feet kicked up on his desk, smirking at me. <laughs> no way. I'm tanking. Steve, uh, thank you for your time, brother. We will catch you next week. Love you, Steve. Did you did love you too, Megan. Did you order the food to the right place, Chris? So here's the thing, man. It happens. You know what I mean, Steve? You know, when you order food to the to the, the house or the office and you're at mm-hmm. the other place, that can be one of the most yeah. like deflating things in the world. Because if you're busy, you kind of have oh. a window to eat. And it's yeah. the worst when you realize it when it gets delivered. If you can catch it like right away, you can order again, and that sucks. But yeah, dude, it happened. Speaking of Grubhub, what? they're calling right now. Oh, let's take what? it. Speaker that. Hold on. With all the technology, can't they just change your phone to where you are? I mean, they could do it for gambling websites. All right, the beverage for Chris. Oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, I'll send somebody down. Thank you. I'll send somebody down. Do you have down. extra fries? 
Hear that? I'll send somebody down. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of an entire office of people that I'm paying if we want to be like really straight up about it, dude. <laughs> Everybody in here is making Earn money. Your keep, boys, okay. on Thursday. <laughs> All right, dude. Good luck this weekend. I'll FaceTime. I'll FaceTime you from Vegas, Steve. All right. I'll FaceTime you from you Scott Stadium. See you under the lights. There we go. Love See you, you very much. Love you, man. Download the app. Bet big, win bigger. I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. That was Steve. Yeah, that was. And here comes James. But yep. first, Travis. Travis Tritt. Yeah. Making the rounds. Jason Aldean canceled a Seville show because we have COVID protocols in place. He's not a big fan of those. Travis isn't a big fan of those. Canceled a bunch of shows. Well, it's America, folks. Jason's coming out with a new album. It's uh, entitled Macon, which is awesome. Really excited. Oh, yeah, that sucks for you. About that. Um, Yeah, I don't care for Jason Aldean's music too much, but... um, Oh, yeah? How about this one? Um, Take a little ride with COVID-19. Don't you want to stay with COVID-19? Got what I got with COVID-19. Blame it on you with COVID-19. Got what I got works. Okay, you didn't like the others? Well, got what I got. Just it's I got what I got, man. Fuck the mask. Just getting started with COVID-19. So before the symptoms start. I'm going to be somebody with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It, they can't get mad about this either nope. because they're making they're making a mockery of it. So we're kind of making a mockery of it too. Well, and frankly, uh, kudos to those guys because they're really saving lives by canceling <laughs> these shows full of the unvaccinated masses. That's uh, and I'm not a, passing judgment. It's just you know, and we're not making light. We're not making light, and we're not pandemic. passing judgment. That's right. We should put that in the show notes. Every single show note, COVID might be mentioned. We're not passing judgment. We're not making light. Nothing short of dying. Oh boy. By Travis Tritt. Might even grow me a full man shoe. Oh. And it's great. Ah! <laughs> hey, can we call Water uh, Valley? Yeah. Oh man, you're not going to sell that town not picking up the phone? Hello there, you've reached with I do look forward to talking with you, but I'm away from the phone at the moment, so if you'll just leave a Tell voicemail, you're a podcast host, sure and possible. then hand me the phone. Until then, though, will you leave me a detailed message, and secondly, will you go out and intentionally be a blessing to someone else today? <laughs> All right, I'll talk with you soon. Bye. So I'm calling about the town, Water Valley in Maury County. Listed for seven hundred twenty-five thousand. My associate asked a good question. How can a town only have four bathrooms? Can we put a pro sports stadium in there and have the taxpayers pay for it? 
we'll buy the, the city, the town. That's right. We can pay cash, but we are not willing to pay asking price. That asking price is, is offensive, frankly. I've seen unincorporated communities go for less. Also, can you buy a town? Is this legal? Or are you selling the two structures that are listed? I love your voicemail. Your voicemail is awesome. All right, we're going to buy that town. I don't, I can't foresee that actually happening at all. <laughs> well, we're going to have James Coe on. Okay. Twitter, we got our shit together, okay? We got a, a real handle reflective of the name of the podcast. Guys, we did it. Applaud. And now go follow us at Greenlight. Twitter is at Greenlight. We also have a new YouTube channel name as well, Greenlight Tube. Hope you guys like that. All right, James Coe's joining us. James, the Liberty Cuckolds took one on the chin last week. It happens to everybody. It's probably better. No. We, yeah, it's probably better we lose now than in the playoffs. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just get that one out the way. Yeah. Now, I have an issue here. A big shout out to yeah. Tom Paquette and his team, which will go unnamed. Everyone has an issue, though. It's week seven. It's week seven. The good teams are on are on bye. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this week, I look up and Justin Herbert's on the bye, and he's been good for about fifty a game. Um, (laughs) Then I'm scrolling down to find my other quarterback, and gee, God. Oh, you don't have one. He's not there. Yeah, that's good though. (laughs) No, I would advise you only to roster one quarterback. Okay, so should I take a quarterback this week? Yeah, drop one of these guys have been collecting dust because I haven't fucking. (laughs) I guess I could drop Cole Beasley. If if you know, he's a lot of targets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I drafted him. Where are you going to so go? I'm going to reach across the aisle with a glove on and shake his hand and say, <laughs> mm-hmm. "We don't have to agree on the vaccine. I can still draft you to my team." Mm-hmm. I like it. I think I do think in a 12 team league, he's probably pretty droppable though. Oh, Paris um, Campbell's on IR. I got Paris Campbell oh, here. He's easy, just down there easy, like, can easy. somebody get me a you know like a I don't know a, a Matt Ryan. Okay, so I've just done something. Matt Ryan. I've just done something. What? I picked up Deshaun Watson yesterday. Okay. And I've just dropped him in favor of Joe Burrow. Okay. Because Lamar's on a bye next week, and I thought you you might want Joe Burrow. And so I just kind of tried to piss you off. And I did a really impulsive Joe Burrow ad just That's right ridiculous. now. That's ridiculous. Because I wouldn't even, like, dude, I, I'm taking Sam Darnold. Is Sam Darnold oh, in New York a, a, yes. a good bet? Okay, there that's we go. I'm adding awesome him. Awesome bet. Great play. See you later. And now you can get add well soon, Paris Campbell. Deshaun Watson, who's now available again. No, I'm not adding Deshaun Watson until that whole thing's cleared up or not yeah. cleared up. There's no way Deshaun's playing, man. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, okay. no, no. Uh, welcome that to Joe. Welcome Joe Burrow to the houses. The well, there three we go. Three there houses. we go. What are your issues on your team? Because you said you had an issue too, and maybe Co can help you with that. My issues are it being week seven. Zeke on a bye. Eckler on a bye. Justin Jefferson mm. on a bye. For mm. that matter, of course, Tony Pollard on a bye. So I'm going to run out. Uh, Eli Mitchell and Devontae Booker at running back. Nice. Hey, that's not bad. I've uh, heard of one of those guys. Receivers. I've heard of one. I'm, just, I'm joking. <laughs> Eli, I'm joking. Receivers AJ Brown and Devontae Parker in our two flex box. Hollywood Brown, great. And then Odell, which is just like. Uh, could be, I don't even know if Odell's going. Is I know. Odell going? I know. He might not. 
in which case yeah. we will be dropping Joe Burrow <laughs> in favor of somebody else. <laughs> or starting Higby and Ricky Seals-Jones. What a fucking sleuth oh, you are, huh? Wow. What a sleuth you are. You guys are talking about all these bye week problems. Um, that's kind of why I was, you know, I was pitching you guys. I think we should talk some sleepers, man. We got to get some deep guys out oh, there yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to help the rosters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we do need some sleepers. Um, and and when I think about wide receiver, I'm kind of intrigued by Rashad Bateman mm. on, on oh, that Baltimore yeah, squad, dude. man. Let me see if he's, he's around. Of course he's around. Okay. Dude, he's only rostered in 27% of Yahoo leagues. I would imagine in most 12-team leagues, he, he's around. Adding man. him. Adding oh. him now. Who are you dropping? Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Oh, your buddy. Upside, dude. Nelson, oh. we're so deep. It's just Nelson's not going to get a, you know, mm. Mac Jones. It's Mac's fault. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Max fault. But hey, listen, uh, first game, hey, first game is a rookie, man. First game in the NFL, six targets. That's not bad. And he only played 65% of the snaps. So, you know, if he gets up to like 80, 85% of the snaps, you know, does he see, you know, six to eight targets each and every week? I think that's actually very, very possible to be honest with you. So I, I really like that. And plus Cincinnati has been giving up a lot of production uh, to outside wide receivers. So I, I think Rashad Bateman's a great sleeper. Welcome to the Cox, Rashad. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Now one for me. <laughs> I'm going to add this one, too. Hey, um, I know he's sleeping. dusty as hell, but, bro, Mark Ingram uh, against Arizona, I think, is actually a pretty solid play. Uh, he's only 32% rostered, and when we're talking about running backs, people are so thirsty for running backs, man. And you look at the, the running back waiver wire, and it's just an absolute, you know, dust heap. Um, but Mark Ingram, you know, very quietly has averaged 18 touches <laughs> per game. Over the last two games, man. Dust heap. That is a really good way of putting it because I just was looking at that that massive humanity there. Mm. Any more sleepers? Because I this is good. My team's about to be made up of all sleepers. <sighs> Snoozing. Ah, uh, you know what, man? I, I will just throw this one out there. Um, and I we've been wrong for goddamn six weeks in a row, you know. But Brandon Ayuk. Taking on yeah. the Colts. San Francisco coming off of a bye. I just wonder if Kyle Shanahan game plans him in there finally. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and the and the Colts have been ha, have been dinged up um, both in the secondary and just by wide receivers in general. They're allowing it a very nice 69% catch rate to wide receivers this year. Uh, that's the fourth worst in the NFL. Uh, plus the 10 touchdowns they've allowed to, to that position group too. That's the most tied for the most in the NFL. So I don't know, man. I, I, like when I watch Brandon Ayuk play on film, like he looks fine. Like I think he looks good. <laughs> so I just wonder if Shanahan and the boys, man, they, do they finally game plan him in? I hope so. Yeah, you wonder if he like pissed somebody off there. I think he yeah. did. <laughs> if 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 Odell goes Thursday night, and this will be in the past for the people, would you rather start Odell or Ayuk? I'm going to start IU. I mean, look, Odell's got a bad shoulder. Baker's got a bad shoulder. I mean, there's just, it's a walk-in mash unit. Um, I don't know about both tackles. Yeah. So they might be under some heat and pressure. I don't know, man. Like, it seems like it's just bad vibes offensively. I, I think they want to try to get the run game going, but who are they going to get the run game going with, man? No Nick Chubb? No no Kareem Hunt? James Coe. You want to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, do the draft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won the wide receiver draft, James. Um, yeah, I got crushed. Uh, yeah, it's close. You went Devontae Adams, uh, Terry McLaurin, yee. Chris went Tyreek yeah. Hill, okay, Jamar Chase, eh. Cooper Cup won it for me with 34 points. So standings, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in first with eight points, James right. in second with six, Chris right. in third with four, and it's time for our tight end draft. 
So, see long. Please pick one of these three. This is how the lyrics to Casino Boogie were picked. Um, here we go. Open that up. Okay. At your leisure. <laughs> James Coe. James Coe has the first pick. Here's the second Fine pick. Fine gentleman there, James Coe. All right. Second one. Making plays. At making plays. The guy wrote his fucking... He Golly. wrote his fucking Twitter <laughs> handle. On his... Oh, I wonder. Oh, man. Uh, the Chris even... Long third. Okay. Oh, bro, we're yeah. not even doing government names now Making with Make. Make's not even doing government names, bro. Uh, like he's just going on. Twitter handles. Okay. Two-headed monsters. James on the clock, picking two tight ends for week seven. That's right. First of all, Make. Hey, bro. Like we just need you to go by Making Plays. Just open up a Twitch stream. Yeah. Just get on Twitch. And just go by your handle. Forget your, like, screw your government name from now on. You yes, know? you it's are just now making plays. Making plays. You, this is well, the, these are the rules. When you when you dub yourself something, <laughs> you have to stick with it. I'm with that in general. But the other day, okay. I saw making plays, and I was like, ugh, I don't. That's not yeah, me. It's it fucking, doesn't. It's moderately corny. All right, Perfect. you're up, Co. Uh, my drafting? first pick, uh, Travis Kelsey. I think mm. that's pretty a pretty easy one. Yeah, mm. we'll go Kelsey. Fuck. Okay, with the second overall pick, I'll take Darren Waller. Mm. Mm. It's like mm. we're Beautiful back in pick. August. Yeah, chalky. <laughs> um, God, now the, there's no George Kittle. Try to, to make this interesting. In I, right. You know what? I'll go Mark Andrews. Wow. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, and you're on the clock. Oh, I'm on the clock. Snake draft and all. I'm going to skip yeah, yeah. Kyle Pitts here in the PPR tight oh. end rankings. Okay. Uh, I'm going to skip TJ Hawkinson. Because he's got that Q next to his name, and because about, I want to make this interesting, I'm a, Zach Ertz, buddy. I don't think he's going to get that many mm. touches in his first game. Okay. I'll go Gasecki. Damn, Miami Dolphins. Okay, off the board, off menu pick. I yeah, like it. Yeah, I'll go Kyle Pitts. Going off that uh, that London arrival is uh, who's going to be back? Is Ridley going to be back? Is Ridley playing Sunday? Back yeah, I off. think Ridley's back. I think so. I think so. Back off personal issue. Okay, yeah. Kyle Pitts for me. Coe's okay. on the board. There you okay. go. Um, I think this one's... I'm actually surprised Chris Long did not go with his guy. How are you not going to go with Dallas Goddard? Oh, yeah. Fuck me, dude. He's going to have a nice <laughs> little game. And I'm going to see you it in person. Dallas Goddard, I do love Dallas love Goddard. Dallas I do love Dallas Goddard, but I just watched Miami play Jacksonville. Uh, I rewatched it last night, and Gasecki was yeah. just—he's just fun to yeah. watch, and I, I'd love to root for him this uh, Sunday. Plus, I don't—I yeah, don't live and die with this segment like some people do. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it sort of just <laughs> illustrates that you're five on one. The team you picked probably high on drugs. Yeah. Um, that there's a, a lot of uh, <laughs> dope. We're calling it dope now, dude. Oh, sorry. People told you to stop. Uh, well, I don't know that it was dope, but um, there's a lot of chance involved. You okay. Know? Got it. This is more of a skilled environment. Hey, James Coe, we appreciate your What's time, brother, and we, we wish good. you the very best this weekend. Hey, are you winning or losing lately? Bro, in my big money league, man, I'm I'm out. I'm, I'm one in five. Off I just got ravaged. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. One in five, bro. Like I'm, I'm just, it, it, it hurts my life and it hurts my soul. So now I've just, you know, it's funny. Like I talked about how I'm, I'm like ahead yeah. on the work. You know why? Cause I don't give a fuck about my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. My wife, my wife and I played this weekend. I didn't even know it in one of my four leagues. She beat me by That's a half great. a point. How wow. cute is that? Huh? Nice. How cute is that? Now here's what you need Beautiful. to do, Co. You need to, if there's somebody that uh, that you don't like in your league and you don't want yeah. to see, like, win the money, you need to just start yeah. offloading your, your, your team. 
Oh, sell gross. it off. Yeah, sub it off and make money subbing it off. Is that illegal? Yes. It's called okay. collusion. Uh, collusion, whatever. It's called collusion. It's an NFL tradition. Hey. Um, James Coe, appreciate yeah. you uh, joining us. All right, man. As See always.